this is Danny, and you're listening to Imagine Me, the podcast that helps you show up as your best self. And as always, with me today is my co-host, Mr. Don Finkley Jr. Hello, everyone. I can't uh, help but to wiggle every time that comes so on. So eventually, we will have cameras, and y'all be looking at us like the Breakfast Club and see all the crazy stuff we be doing up in here. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I was doing my mock penguin. I was wa- I was waddling in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Business stuff. Follow us on all of our social media facebook imagine me worthy dot two two four two two and on insta imagine me worthy mr don finkley jr drop your socials for our family don finkley jr well at don finkley jr is my personal instagram uh then there's hash underscore tag underscore gamers for uh my business hashtag gamers you can also go to hashtag gamers.com if you want to buy something or just peruse uh, you can go to hashtag gamers on TikTok. You can go to hashtag gamers on Facebook. You can go to hashtag gamers LLC on, on Twitch. You won't find anything on there, but eventually there will be. Don't judge me, y'all. No judgment. <laughs> <laughs> and the same goes for Imagine Me. Check out our website, imagineMeWorthy.me, and peruse our store. Subscribe, follow our podcast, subscribe and follow anything that we have out there. If you want to support Imagine Me, share our content, follow, leave reviews, do it. Do it. If you want to be interviewed, if you have a story that you believe would inspire our listeners, please go on to our website, go to our contacts page, scroll a little bit down. There's going to be a, you know, a few blurbs on why you should share your story <laughs> <laughs> and then fill out that interview interest form. And Maya and I, Maya or I will get right back to you so we can set up that interview. Our listeners are waiting to be inspired, y'all. So am I. I've been really into you, like just following other inspirational, just anybody, honestly. No, I, yes, absolutely. I just, I resonate with stuff like that. Um, and it just, it is uplifting to hear other people's stories and how mm-hmm. they came through, no matter where you are in life. Yep. No matter what. All right. So last episode, we talked about how not to give unsolicited advice and what unsolicited advice is. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to conquer deflecting. (laughs) So I'm going to teach you how to build this unsolicited advice shield. Oh, nice. (laughs) You're going to be like Captain America out here with with your, you you know, your little shield. (laughs) No unsolicited advice here. All right. Again, I just want to remind people that a lot of times when people are offering unsolicited advice, it does not come from a place of harm. Right. And that a lot of times they are trying to help. With that said, deflecting unsolicited advice tactfully, which as you all know, I am not known for my tact, (laughs) but it can actually help maintain boundaries without causing friction Mm. in a relationship because it's the last thing you want to do. Yeah. If you are talking to someone and you're sharing something vulnerable with them, it's likely that you have a pretty decent relationship with this person, at least a connection with this person. Um, And so some things I'm going to give you are going to help you to hopefully maintain that connection and have a conversation with them without having extreme conflict. All right, here we go. First 
is to express appreciation as much as you don't want to. And I think I've, I've actually been given this advice before <laughs> to just say, you know, why don't you just say thank you? Because <laughs> sometimes you just don't want to. But if we are talking about maintaining it without causing right. friction in a conversation, <laughs> just start by acknowledging the intention. Because, again, we're acknowledging this person likely means well. So acknowledge the intention behind the advice. For instance, you can say, I appreciate your concern. Right. Or thank you for thinking of me. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be that's a hard one, y'all. It is. <laughs> Because you you have to consciously think about what you're saying. That okay, they are not coming from a place of malice. They are not, as an adult child <laughs> to, to, to <laughs> older parents. I, that's only I could think of. If my dad is offering me advice, which he's very good at not doing, but in the right. off chance that he does, I'm not gonna want to come at him sideways. Right. And be like, oh my gosh, why don't you just let me be? Yeah. What I am going to recognize is like, this is my dad and he's offering advice. And, you know, I might not be this formal because if you know my dad, he'll see right through this. What the heck are you talking about? (laughs) But but I might be like, okay, good looking out. Yeah. That's it. You might have to take a pause. Actually, this is more impactful if it's texted or emailed to you and the advice is given to you. Don't respond right away if you're pissed. Yeah. Don't be like, what the heck? What made you think I didn't know that? Right. This is for partners as well. I think I'm guilty of this, you know, getting with that mansplaining piece um, because I am a raging feminist. I'm really trying hard not to rage. (laughs) (laughs) But in today's climate, sometimes you get angry and then you forget who you are talking to. I understand that my husband is also very supportive and he is not a a man who is misogynistic. Mm -hmm. And it is easy to get caught up. How dare this man tell me a woman what to do? You think (laughs) you must think I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. Nah. That is never a thought in his head. So a lot of times I have to break Danny. This is Don. This is someone who loves you. That's not where that's coming from. Mm -hmm. So pause y'all. Next, set boundaries. So this is where you're going to politely assert your boundaries by saying something like, I got this under control or I'll figure it out. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You can actually pair that up with an appreciation expression. Thank you for thinking of me, but I think I got this under control. Yeah. Or just thanks. Thanks. That's usually my thanks. That's it. Well, boundaries are important. And I'll I'll tell y'all later how to how to assert that boundary before you have to, like, set a boundary um, as we go. But I don't want you all to sacrifice your boundary at the expense of appreciation. So Mm. don't get confused there. You actually could cause more stress to the relationship because this person might continue to offer unsolicited advice. So next is you can actually redirect the conversation. This takes a masterful... um, (laughs) Redirection. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you just want to gently shift the topic away from advice by steering the conversation somewhere else. Here's another example of something you could say. Speaking of, (laughs) (laughs) or just, you know, introduce a different subject. You know, the other day I saw the gas prices going up. Just pick something (laughs) random, y'all. Pull something. The weather sure is wonky, ain't it? If you live in Colorado, that will always be a topic you can pull from. Man, ain't this weather just weird? Mm. Yep. You could be like me. You can use humor. 
Um, I do this with people who are close to me. Lightly inject humor to diffuse the situation. You can use a playful comment like, I have to consult my magic eight ball on that one. (laughs) 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 And that also helps you to redirect the conversation. Next, be direct, but be polite. Mm. My Gigi was a huge proponent on being direct. But in your directness, remember to be polite. Right. There's a difference. You know how when people like, I just keep it real or I tell it like it is. <laughs> yeah. You can do all of that and still be an a-hole. Yep. 100%. Yep. You could keep it real. You could tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. You could be direct and not be very kind. But you can also do all of those things with compassion and kindness. And an example of that is I appreciate your input, but I, I think I got it. Right. Or I, I prefer to handle it this way. Right. Next, express confidence. Oftentimes people will interject advice because they don't believe you're confident. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch, right? That's interesting. Yeah. This is more so from like those, like our, our parental figures. And I think subconsciously the person receiving the advice, well, yeah. the person on the other end might get defensive because that's how they're, what they're thinking. Exactly. Huh. So for those unsolicited advice givers who believe that this person cannot handle this on their own, right. recognize when you get that vitriol right back to you, when you get when you get that that curt response, that often that is a reflection of your lack of confidence in them because they already sense it. Right. Wow. Man. Yeah, man. You ain't know we was gonna go there, did you? <laughs> <laughs> so the way that I often communicate my confidence or, you know, when I'm trying to discuss things in my, the confidence in my decisions or actions, I might say something like, I've thought this through, Mm. or I actually feel really confident in my choice, Mm. even after the advice has been given. Because sometimes you can be confident that person will give you advice. You might have to reiterate, actually, I'm going to go with this. Right, right. No, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, this is what I'm doing. I feel (laughs) confident in it. And um, advice giver, remember when we talked about respecting boundaries and respecting that person's choice to receive your advice and what they do with it? This is one of those moments where you just hands up. All right. Yep. All right. Then there is deflecting graciously, which is politely sidestepping the advice without making the person feel dismissed. (laughs) So... I actually, this is usually my go-to when, when people when people are giving me unsolicited advice. A lot of times, this is what they get from me. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. I've gotten that, y'all. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. That's that's it. <laughs> yep. So if hmm. Is, is not in like in your repertoire you don't want to use it something else you can I'll consider it <laughs> <laughs> or just wow that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> or how whatever you're recognize that this is all based on the relationship you have with the person do not be formal with people who you kick it with right right you know, I can't imagine right. telling Don You know, that's an interesting perspective. Maybe I'll consider it. So it's funny because I I have close friends. And when I do, there's one of them where I was like, hmm, 
He's he's like, you're not gonna do any of this, are you? Like, nope. nope. <laughs> yep. As long as you you and I are on the same page, yep. that mm. yep. I recognize that too. Jada does that. Yeah. Oh, okay. she does. You're, and, oh my and goodness. And I think I think sometimes that could be a little bit of a trigger for us because we know. With right, the, right. Then <laughs> oh, I find no. myself saying, actually, that wasn't a suggestion. Right. This is something you need to do. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Ooh, mirror! You just held one up to both of us. Ooh, yes, yes. Ooh, man. Next, use I statements. We're gonna take it back to elementary school. Communicate your feelings using I statements and express your perspective without being confrontational. Mm. Here's an example. I found a different approach that works for me. Sometimes I use this through work, and it doesn't mean that I am against corrective feedback or even suggestions. Mm. However, when I know that something actually worked and the other person's way might be equally effective, but I'm a creature of habit and I need to get my work done in a timely manner. So I'm likely to say something like, this approach actually works for me better. So I'm kind of going to stick here. Right, right. And if you work with people, I I feel like I, I work with people who are relatively emotionally intelligent. I'm like, no, oh, okay. They don't give it two two more thoughts. They go right. on with their day because they got their other stuff to do. Right. If someone says this to y'all, keep it moving. There this person go. is literally saying, I don't want your advice. <laughs> That's literally what they're saying to you. Yeah, yeah. Not literally, but that was a millennial way of using literally. Um, they right. are it sure was. pretty much saying, I don't need it. I got it. Yeah. Millennial, Gen Z, Gen Alpha. <laughs> next you want to establish establish precedent so this is where i told you all where i was going to tell you how to set boundaries before you even start your conversation Mm. if i'm going to start a conversation with a person who i know is prone to giving me advice the boundary I'm going to set in the beginning is, you know, I really just want to run. I just want to tell you this is one event. Right. I have something to vent about. I don't need advice. I don't need, um, you know, I don't need your, or I don't want to say I don't need your advice because that sounds very accusatory. But what I want to say is I just want to vent right now. I'm not asking. For I'm advice. not asking for anything. I had yeah. a really crappy day. This is what I want to say. Right. Or I'm going through something right now or I'm experiencing something. Right. And I really just want you to hold space for me. Yeah. No. I, and you have done that a lot recently um and i this is before we even talked about having this i saw a video of a woman who was talking about her husband Mm -hmm. her partner Mm -hmm. and she said that this is the type of person he is she could call him he's at work and she's saying she's just crying and talking about her day he will leave work come stands in front of her in the living room and just stand there and listen oh wow and then when she's done he'll be like okay he's like so if you need me again, I'll come right back. Aww. And she said he doesn't offer anything. He just comes and he listens. That's sweet. That's a really good partner. That is. I'll accept just a, a phone call, a text, <laughs> right. a text message. <laughs> right. I get it where I fit in, but that type of acknowledgement, it has to be, that has to make her feel really validated in yeah. the moment. Yeah. Wow. It, it And again, this is, these are things that you're going to do like I, I imagine that if you are sharing vulnerable moments with people, that you have a connection with them, mm, yeah. and so you also know them. You also know that this person, 
who cares about you may be prone right. to offering advice. So establish that boundary early so there is no ought later on in the conversation. Right. And then there is an understanding. Um, something I'll say if this is not a um, like a very personal relationship like between you and I, if this is maybe like a coworker and I want to run something past him, you know, usually I prefer to figure things out on my own mm. and then I'll go, right. um, you know, like this or this is really frustrating me. I, you know, I, I'm going to figure this out later, but do you have time for me to vent? Right. Also, that offers the listener a chance to decline your invitation <laughs> to verbally dump right. everything on them. Yes. And, and then, I say that with as much love and trauma-informed care as I can. And don't, then don't now turn them into your enemy. No. Because they don't have the time in that moment yep. to hear your venting. Exactly. <laughs> um, you have no idea what type, what what is going on with the person when you approach them. Right. And so s- establishing precedent initially, it, it's just a two, it's, it's a two-way street. This also offers that person a set of boundary. I'm actually not in a place to receive this right now. Mm. Can can we talk about this later? Particularly, you know, I'm a person who does like to vent a lot sometimes, you know, <laughs> not sometimes. I like to vent a lot. Yeah. Um, I have a lot on my mind, which is why I have a lot of journals. So, and that, that has been kind of my go to, like my my journal for venting when. You know, people have set boundaries like I'm busy right now, but I really have to get this out. Find other things to do. Offer the same way you want people to respect your boundaries and offering unsolicited advice. Offer the same in turn to a person and not dumping everything in their lap. Right. um, And expecting them to just receive that. Yeah. I'm glad you said that part. Lastly. Finally, express gratitude at the end of the conversation. Thank the person again, you know, an understanding that particularly if you're venting um, frustrations with them, thank them for their input and politely end the conversation if necessary. And this goes back even to the initial point of just thanking a person and recognizing that their intent is not to harm. It really is to support you. And as annoying as it might feel, as frustrating as it might feel to receive unsolicited advice, it takes remembering the relationship you have with the person and that you're you always remembering that they're that typically people who love you and care for you, their intention, their first intention is not to harm you. Right. Right. Always hold their their highest esteem in regard before you jump to They think that I can't handle this on my own. Right. Or they just don't understand me or they just don't listen to me. Right. Recognize that typically a person who loves you, that is not their intent. Right. Okay. And if you have nothing else, they're all you got is, okay, thanks. You don't have to do anything they tell you to do. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to report back that you followed their advice, even if you did and it didn't work. You, You just don't. Yeah. There are some people that will come like, so what did you do? Don't be that person. <laughs> do we need to do, do a part three to this one? <laughs> that is the part three. Don't be that person. That be like, so what did you decide? <laughs> right. Oftentimes people will tell you, give them a chance. Last time we talked about wait, waiting for a cue, wait. Because mm-hmm. if a person, if you, if, if the door is open and that person says, what do you think? Or what would you do? And they follow your advice and that's, they, they you know, they, they get a victory off of that. Please know that 
they will tell you. Right. At least hopefully they will. For sure. For sure. I've always gone by like, girl, you remember when you're good looking out. Right. Yeah. Thanks. That was great advice. And if y'all follow on that same token, if y'all follow a person's advice and it turns out well for you, be appreciative and let them know. Yeah. Because again, they told you that in support. And so what feels good? Helping people. It does. And what feels good is when it works out. Mm hmm. Yep. So don't be that person that withholds that from them. Just to wrap all of this up, remember that in these interactions, the goal is not to be rude or dismissive. The goal is to maintain your boundaries respectfully. That will always be the goal. I will never send you down a path of being a, an a-hole. And Danny said that my boundaries mean don't give me your advice. Get the heck out of here. No, she will. No. Different approaches might work in different situations. That's always the case too. And in different relationships, the way that I talk with Jada is not going to be the same inner, you know, the conversations I have with Donna or someone at work and mama's out there as hard as it is to refrain from giving advice. The funniest one I've ever gotten was, I believe it was Mira was crying at a Walmart and this lady came up to me, oh my gosh, my boobs are leaking. She was nursing. Uh, is it, You know, they have dressing rooms in the back where you can nurse because she recognized the hungry cry mm. and Amira was hungry. And I appreciated that, but it was incredibly weird to tell me that her boobs were leaking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yes, just context, time, and choose a response that feels appropriate for that moment, family. Alrighty, day's quote. Things to remember, family. You don't have to be perfect. Having a bad day is okay. Small steps are also progress. Asking for help is strength and people love and appreciate you. You are worthy, you are valued, and you are loved. Peace, family. <laughs>